Hello and welcome to Talking Braves, episode 14, season 2. I'm Luke Harden. I am David Waters. Welcome in. We're glad you're here. Finally recording within the month of our last episode, which is first time in a while. So that's nice. You know, it's a step in the right direction. We're making a little bit of progress. If you know mm. you're looking for us to upload a little bit more consistently, we're 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 trying to roll with it. So it'll happen. It'll happen. So if you do hear a little bit of background noise, I do apologize. Um, he has loud roommates. I have loud roommates. So we're just gonna roll with it, and it is what it is. So I do apologize in advance, though. Yeah, I mean, I could hear it in my ears the whole time. So, like, if if there's some like awkward, just like if we get distracted by it, just just roll with it. Yeah, bear with us. Just roll. Um, but hey, World Series starting. I guess when this episode will come out, it'll be the day of the World Series. Yeah, starting. it'll be the day of Friday, October twenty eighth. Was that how late the World Series started last year? I feel like the World Series started way earlier than that last year. Well, also, we didn't have expanded playoffs, so that's part of it. That's a good point. Good point. Now I have a freaking well, wild card. Think about series. it. Yeah. I mean, if, we, it's weird because the team that wouldn't even have made it to the playoffs is going <laughs> to be re- representing the National League in the World Series in the Phillies. So it's crazy. Hey, hey, Braves fans, listen to this. Enjoy your final week and a half or so of being the reigning world champs. <laughs> Just enjoy it. <laughs> Embrace it. I mean, it. I think this is a this is kind of a silly question, but I think the real question is let us know. Maybe we'll put a poll in the comment or in the um description. Um, who are we cheering for? Astros or yeah, Phillies? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, as mean, long as you're you on Spotify, cheaters, you'll be able to are you cheering for the division rival? It's you know, there's it's kind of a lose lose situation, you know. Do you want to hear Phillies fans talking? Do we want the cheaters to win? I mean, we can say what mm-hmm. you want, it's been in the past. I'm personally cheering for the Astros just because oh, okay. can't stand Philly. But I was, we we're going to get into that's that. That's me personally. On. I was going to get into that later yes. on, but we'll go ahead and do that right now. I am going for the Astros as well. This is like the one time I'm ever going to do that. But I just want Dusty Baker to win it all. <laughs> I want uh, Snickers' son to win it all. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of likable guys on Houston, uh, not the cheaters. Uh, Kyle Tucker is an absolute beast. Jordan Alvarez, possibly the best hitter in baseball yeah probably not but uh one of the best hitters in baseball um you got some great young pitching and valdez christian javier um was mccullough part of that team in 2017 i think he came on no i can't remember i don't know Um, i think he might have had a rookie that year if i i don't remember yeah honestly if you're a rookie in 2017 with astros then like you know, you're coming up and like they're cheating and yeah. you're. What are you gonna? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Like, especially when you're a rookie, like, like, like you, no one's gonna you, listen to you. So you'd be like, "Hey, this isn't this isn't good." And then, you know, shut up, rookie. Nobody cares what you. Have to yeah, say. I think um, there was a guy on that. It was uh, Tony Kemp, I think, uh, was interviewed about it because he was a rookie that year, and he just like said like he he just like put his head down and just like shrugged it off because you know was, it was Tony Kemp really a rookie in 2017. I, hey, uh, shout out to um, baseball coach. Coach Lee, if you're listening, you're not listening. But yeah, Coach well, Lee, I, I, know, I don't know if you're listening, but shout out, shout out, Coach Lee and Tony um, Kemp. Good friends. To, let me let me uh, fact check myself on that. 
Um, he, he, when did he make his major league debut? Oh, 2016. But maybe like had a brief. But he might not have had enough at bats, so it would make sense if he was a rookie in 2017. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, oh, let me just look at his baseball, baseball reference page because that'll. Tony Kemp had a good year this year. It agreed defensively. What? A, what? A, I mean, or defensively. One point two WAR according to Baseball Reference. Even the baseball or the WAR can be like so skewed depending on what website you you um hmm. you check in on. Now you can see the rookie Lemus in twenty sixteen. Maybe just, we just brought up like mid season for the Myers. That might have been it. Yeah. Was he? He was on the Astros at that point. Uh, twenty sixteen. I believe so. I, I clicked off of it. Yeah, Man, it was. I just love looking at um, Tony Kemp's baseball savant page. Everything in like the exit velo and hard hit and slugging is a is a one percentile. <laughs> oh no! But then you got his as above average eighty four, his whiff rate ninety eight, and his K rate ninety four. So, hey, mm-hmm. doesn't strike out. Yeah, I mean, I mean he puts the ball in play. That's what. Really that's. I mean. How many steals did they have this year? I don't know. We're going on a Tony Kemp right now. <laughs> We're just going down anyway, a hole right now. let's 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 just talking Tony right. Kemp. Talking Tony Kemp coming soon. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, we, so in case you didn't know, the Braves were eliminated by the Philadelphia Phillies in the division series. Sorry if you're finding out from us, but um, that happened a little while ago, but. Um, I'm going to be honest, this didn't really feel like, you know, this didn't hurt as much as the times we've been eliminated back, you know, in 2018 to 2021, you know, or uh, 2018 to 2020, sorry. Um, we weren't eliminated in 2021, but I would say that, you know, it, it definitely stinks not being able to repeat. But the fact that we're still reigning World Series champions, we actually experienced the whole thing last year. I don't think that, you know, repeating this year would have felt nearly as good as just winning it last year. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. For a lot of po- folks listening to this podcast, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you have others, you're fans of other teams, you know, in college, NFL, you know other teams possibly i don't know who you're a fan of in other sports but for me personally this was my first championship of my lifetime and i guess you you know that i truly you know i mean you had the falcons 2016 the collapse all that you know but this was our first real championship that i was like you know we finally did it and it's it's nice you know everything just is so much you take things so much like more easier when you're like man my, my team won the, I, I had that feeling of like you know we actually did it um mm-hmm. last year so it, it, it takes you know a weight off your shoulders like even as i mean i know it's a weird thing to say because we're fans but it really does it's it's you know it's it takes a whole weight off your shoulders that your team wins a championship so yeah i mean i hope that you know i, I feel like th- that's kind of like the general consensus among Braves fans is like you know, even though the Braves really didn't show up to play in the division series this year, like it didn't really like it didn't like feel that bad to lose, you know, um, which is so weird I to think say. But we've like, seen this. 
Yeah, he can go, he can go ahead. No, you go go ahead. I, okay, I, I like just... again, of course, it does suck to lose, but you know. Oh no doubt. I, I think that you know just being able to experience it last year, and for me, I, as you said, like fans of other uh, teams in other sports, like I am a Georgia football fan. I experienced two championships in a matter of about three months. So that was pretty dadgum cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, Georgia's got a good shot at it again this year. Um, go dogs. But <laughs> I know you're not going to like that, but um, got to rep my, got to rep my teams. Come on now. Um, hey. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not repping my team currently, but Hey, we're, we're seven and one. Go Reds. Yes. You are seven and one. So, um, hey. Not it's not eight. No, it's not number one team in the country, but we're we're you know doing pretty good. So um, anywho, yeah, let's get into the division series football. real quick. Let's just talk about oh, yeah. what went wrong for the Braves, even though we'll just talk about everything. But um, <laughs> what went right is the real question. <laughs> well, if we talked about what went right, uh, we wouldn't last very long. Um, let's see about maybe three players off the four players off the top of my head. I can name it had a good series. That's about it. Mm-hmm. I will just name off those four players. Go ahead. Um, Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, Travis Darno, and Kyle Wright. That about Kyle Wright though. I mean, I mean, I feel like we gave him a lot of credit last episode too, but guy, I mean, the guy has improved so, so much this year. It's, un- it's been unbelievable to watch. Um, it's, it's night and day. I mean, from what we saw, you know, last year, yeah, you know, we, we didn't know this. I mean, we're like, this guy's number five overall pick this guy, you know, this, that, the other, he mm-hmm. didn't have it. And I mean, I think that's, you, you have an expectation of guys, especially coming out of college, coming out of Vanderbilt, there's an expectation, you know, number five overall pick nonetheless. So there's obviously an expectation, but you know, he had a lot of pressure on him and, you know, he, he had that time to develop and now he's really, you know, 20, mm-hmm. I guess 21 win pitcher in the regular season. And then he got a win, the only Braves win in the postseason. So 22 win season for Kyle, Wright. So, you know, wins, you know, are kind of a, you know, flawed stat, I guess you want to want to call it, but it's still cool. You know, 20, 22 wins. That's, that's a big deal. I mean, it, you know, I feel like a lot of Braves fans, probably me included, I think I'd include myself in this. Um, a lot of people were calling Kyle Wright a bust before this year. And, you know, I feel oh, like yeah. last year, I think, didn't he appear as a reliever in the playoffs? I think. Yeah. In Well, he, he came in the game Dylan Lee pitch started in game four. <laughs> Dylan Lee started. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was the game. I remember I was in the battery for that game. Um, that was yeah, game four. That was the game. That was yeah. I remember that game. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really. I could kind of. I would kind of watch that game. My my coverage. I was in Auburn, Alabama, that for that game, and my coverage kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, you know, I had a pretty good seat myself, just right in front of that big screen of the battery. Um, found a nice place, like right in the front, like on this like stone wall thing with the fountains. Um, then the place went absolutely crazy when uh, Dansby and Solaire went back to back. It was absolutely unbelievable. And uh, Rosario's catch, give, was... give, give him some credit. Um, 
man, that team was so, so freaking cool. Uh, that was, was just that was so. I don't think anything. I mean, we can say what we want, but I don't think anything. That's the city won't rally around a team quite like that because, you know, the, ch- the city hadn't. I mean, you can count. You know, I know people won't really like to hear this, but a lot of people don't really count Atlanta United when they won the the cup and the what are the championship in 2018 because they were new and a lot of people you know they hadn't been around the city long enough this was a team that had been here forever everybody loved the Braves and you know everybody rallied around that team and it it meant a lot to people because Mm -hmm. you know that people love the city of Atlanta and it's it, it means a lot to people and I mean you saw it how crazy people were going and I mean, even, even, you know, I hate to say it, but we see that in Philly this year, it's, you know, they're just as rowdy. And we knew that, I mean, Philly fans are nuts, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it brings out a different, a different personality when your team going to run like that. So it, it was fun. Miss it, miss it a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. Also the team, I felt like it just had so much chemistry, just a lot of great vibes. You know, everyone was, you know, just people were just feeding off of each other's energy, you know, and I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really see that nearly as much this year. Um, You know, I saw it very briefly when Acuna and Albies were actually on the field together. Um, That's one of the best examples I can come up with. But that was that time was just so limited this year with Ozzy being hurt and Acuna coming yeah. back from a torn ACL. Um, just didn't experience that much this year. And then, um, you know, you had guys like Adam Duvall go down with an injury. Um, you didn't have um, this guy that you got from, at the trade deadline uh, bringing out some pearls around his neck. Um, you didn't have that this year. Um, and then Solaire, I just felt like vibed with the team so well as well. Just, you know, we had a lot of great Hispanic players that just, you know, just had the time of their lives together. Um, You know, we didn't really have nearly as much of that this year. Um, Just, you know, and I'm going to be honest, it just, it just didn't feel like this was the year that the Braves, you know, would make a very deep playoff run like last year. It was, you know, they, they, it seemed as if they kind of, I mean, I don't want to say ran out of gas, but they kind of did. They, they ran mm-hmm. out of gas, you know. The way, we saw it last year with the you know, the Giants. You, you win out, you win the pennant, or you, excuse me, mm-hmm. not the pennant, the the division, and then you just kind of run out of gas. You're like, man, we did it. You know, you hit the peak. You're, you're, and then you realize, oh wait, this is just the regular season. Whereas last year, you know. It, it, it's, it there's something to be said about going being hot going into the postseason and that i mean we've seen that the last you know really three or four years at, at least with you know 2019 nationals the 2021 braves and now the 2022 phillies it's you know it, it really is all about who's hot going into the postseason and mm-hmm. you know we've we've been a testament to that you know we've gone into the playoffs cold every year except the the year we won it so you know mm-hmm. that's just how it is and you know but hey you gotta you can't let that affect you in reality you can you know sit here and complain mm-hmm. about you know you know we've talked about how the scheduling how there's five days off now for the team that gets a buy yada yada this and that but hey you gotta you gotta go win a baseball game regardless of when you play or who you play or any of that so once it's the playoffs say 
it's a whole different animal. So, yeah, I agree completely. Um, I mean, we, we kind of did finish off the season a little bit hot, but that was mainly leading into that final series in Miami where, I mean, we just played horribly. I mean, we had, Oh, yeah. We had to win one of those three games or the Mets had to lose one of those three games in order for us to win the division. And the one game that we actually won was about the ugliest win that we've ever seen ever. Um, and then the two losses were just miserable. So I honestly don't know where to even like begin with a division series because it just seemed like everything went wrong. Starting pitching besides Kyle Wright was not good. Um, defense not good. We had what was uh, our bottom like three in the order. You know what were they like? Oh for thirty something in like the first three games. I think they got a couple hits in the. I don't. I don't know fourth game, but I mean, I will say you know it was ugly. I mean, Arcia had a, a few bursts here and there. Michael Harris, you know, he ran into some tough luck. I, I think he got maybe one hit the entire series. He ran into a mm-hmm. little bit of tough luck. You know, hard hit right at people, but you know, hey. But yeah, the the bottom of the order just didn't feed the top. And at the end of the day, you know, when you face guys like Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, you're you're gonna have to to have to bring it. And hey, credit credit to the Phillies. They you know their 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 guys brought it every game. I mean, even you know obviously the game we won that their offense was a little lackluster against Kyle Wright, but and that they you know they put runners on base and they they were hot. You know so. Mm. So it it is you got to have everybody everybody rolling going into the postseason, mm-hmm. and, and one thing Michael Harris, those guys were not. Hot. And one thing the Braves really struggled with was hitting with runners on. Um, game one, it was, oh I mean, game gosh. one was one of the worst offensive performances I've seen from that Braves team. I mean, the, the final box score didn't really tell much of the story because obviously of the late three run homer from Matt Olson, but I mean just so many opportunities. Bases loaded like one out twice and we didn't score either time, I think. I think. Uh I can't quite remember that was like two weeks two and a half I don't know, three weeks ago. Who knows? I don't know. Um, kind of moved, hard to keep I kind up. of moved on at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I have too. I mean it, it, I've kind of been just taking a break from baseball. I haven't really been watching that much. I watched the um last little bits of the uh, cha- uh, championship series, but um, I've watched but, most of it, but I haven't been invested in it. If like I've watched yeah, the games, but I haven't been like you know, pitch, pitch for pitch, you know, you know, hit after batter after batter kind of thing. Like, I mean, it, you know, I, I will be watching the world series, but it's definitely, you know, it was time to step back and, focus on a few other things for, for a few weeks. And, you know, I, I'm, I am excited for the world series. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I am. It's always exciting time, but you know, always nice to take a step back. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously the Braves just didn't show up. The Phillies did. They got some timely, timely hits. Um, and we just didn't. We didn't execute. We didn't pitch well. We didn't field well. We didn't hit well. I mean, you can't win ball games like that. So, um, but I'm expecting this off season. You know, I feel like 
kind of opened up our eyes as to, you know, what our weaknesses are with this team. I feel like we do do need a guy that gets on base consistently, you know, in front of, you know, maybe behind um, Acuna and before Olsen and Riley, you know, having that middle guy. I mean, Dansby Swanson uh, this year was that guy, but I mean, he, he kind of just had his moments and so did Acuna, so did Olsen, so did Riley. I mean, and none of those guys besides Olsen showed up in the playoffs. I mean, Acuna yeah. did a little bit, but um, I mean, just let's be honest, Matt Austin Riley. Once he signed an extension, he did he he didn't show up at all the rest of the, the oh, season. Oh, kinda, yeah. oh yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if we have a, a like a you know book of what his stats looked like after the sign the contract signing, but I guarantee you it was probably like two hundred sub two hundred average, maybe like five home runs, mm-hmm. maybe a few more than that, but it, it was very hard to watch Austin Riley swing a bat the entire especially the entire postseason I mean mm-hmm. my goodness it was a black hole in in the three four hole whatever he was hitting and he switched it up a little bit but it was wherever Austin Riley was hitting it, it was a black hole the whole postseason so I mean I feel like it did it did expose a lot of our weaknesses as a team um I, I feel like some of it was due to the fact that you know, Max Fried probably wasn't feeling 100%. Uh, Spencer Strider was coming back from an injury. So maybe that kind of stuff um, stuff kind of affected things a little bit. But, you know, I think the Braves probably, you know, one legitimate starting pitcher away, um, possibly, you know, adding another outfielder and obviously a shortstop. Big need for the Braves. Yes. I mean, obviously, we'll get into that in just a little bit, but. Um, you know, also maybe adding a bench bat, you know, a guy, a utility guy, um, you know, RCA did a good job this year, especially down the stretch. RCA was great postseason, maybe not so much, but, um, I, I just don't feel like RCA is that going to be that guy moving forward. You know, I don't think he's going to be able to replicate what he did down the stretch this year. Yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely going to be a, be a bench bat there, but I don't think he's going to be the guy. You know, there's definitely some problems there. There's no doubt that we've, you know, seen it, but we're, you know, we're going to see what the, the offseason, you know, we obviously probably have the offseason preview coming up, you know, in a, you know, a few, maybe a few weeks. I, I don't know, whenever that we decide to do that, just to, you know, see what the plan is and where Alex Anthopoulos decides to really go um, once the, obviously the world series ends and the off season starts. So we'll be interesting to see. I'm interested to see what he does. I mean, I feel like, you know, right now, Alex Anthopoulos is probably just, you know, I, who knows? I don't know what GMs do. Um, I'm sure but, he's probably yeah. taking a vacation. It's not like he can do anything. Yeah. He can't do anything yet. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he probably already knows who's going to be on the market and all that. But yeah. anyways, uh, there was some, an article I saw earlier today that the Braves back in July, I think, um, were close to pulling off a an interesting trade, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I think interesting is understated. <laughs> I, I, yeah, can we – I mean – 
probably not a lot of people listening to this podcast know what we're talking about, so we'll just talk about it. Uh, the Braves nearly traded Marcelo Zuna to the Washington Nationals for Patrick Corbin. Now, this is just a report. This is, but I mean, who knows? This might be. Yeah, do we have? I don't know. Do we have the full details? Do you know? I I, I saw the or I didn't read the article. I saw like the, I saw Mark Bowman's newsletter um article like screenshotted, but I didn't read the whole thing. I mean, the fact so. that Mark Bowman uh put it put it out there, you know, that's kind of, you know, yeah, you know, it's kind of legitimate a, like, enough for me to believe, you know. That's definitely and also, a reliable. Uh, Chris so. Chris Willis. I mean, he's kind of been, you know. Kind of an under the radar, like not like a Braves. Like I guess he's kind of a reporter, but um, but yeah, Ozuna is one of the biggest question marks uh for the Atlanta Braves moving forward. Um, that big four year extension, then just the legal troubles just hasn't performed well at all, and we're just paying him a lot of money. Um, I mean, I think it uh, it it should show you the fact that we can't trade probably. Patrick Corbin for Patrick Cor- Corbin, who's not only horrible um, at this at this stage in his career, but also has a worse contract than Marcelo Zuna, which is, mm. is saying a lot. Because I mean, the guy put up a six ERA, and I don't know what his his exact contract details are, but it's <laughs> something outrageous. I know that. So he so Corbin's got. Three years, $59 million left on that deal. Uh, Ozuna has two years, $37 million with a club option. <laughs> Ain't no way they're doing that. Um, but I don't know which side it was that, you know, made this thing fall through. But, but really, I feel like Ozuna, down the stretch, he p- performed a little bit better, but like still just kind of crap. At the same time, I mean, um, obviously, but, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but Corbin, <laughs> uh, all these... <laughs> the thing is with Patrick Corbin, a uh, guy is, I mean, I don't think it's close. I th- he's the worst pitcher in baseball. <laughs> and he's getting oh. paid, he got paid $23 million last year. I don't know um, how 31... many times he pitched against the Braves, but I genuinely don't think he made it out of the third inning of any start he made against the I Braves. I don't know if he p- pitched think... out of the third inning in any of his starts this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just look at I don't his even know how he was page. pitching. Like, I don't know how he genuinely was pitching uh, at that, that point in time. Like, because you're paying, him, you're, paying him 20, you're paying him $23 million. You, you got to at least hope he turns it around. Yeah. So his record Nationals... this year is... Six and nineteen with a six point three one and thirty one starts. Um, did throw a complete game, so he did pitch out third inning. Um, Good for him. Just, just maybe once. A complete game. How about that? Um, was it like a like a four inning game? Just, okay, <laughs> let's just just twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two made sixty two starts, an ERA of six point oh five. Um, he's given up sixty four home runs in the last two years. 64 is that, that that's got to be a record i don't know julio tehran might be knocking at the door i'm just kidding <laughs> he's, he, um, the thing is he's been in the minors for the last like <laughs> actually um, i think he's in the mexican league now 60, 64 into that's like over a, a home run a start 
I mean, if he, he obviously he, that's, he, you know, assuming he starts 30 games a year, which I don't think he did. I think he probably may start like, what, 20, 25. So that's maybe even over, like, that's like one and a half homers like, a start, which is, I mean, that, that's pretty atrocious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. We're trying to swap bad contract for bad contract, but what are we doing trying to get Patrick Corbin? I don't understand that at all. Um yeah, that's it's beyond me. I, I, I really have no idea. Um, I mean, I, I know we're trying to get rid of Azuna, and I completely understand that. But um, and you, you're gonna have a tough time trying to find a guy who's actually gonna be willing to, or a team that's actually willing to take Ozuna. But and I think it, it was very similar to you know probably the Will Smith Jake Odorizzi trade, where I mean reality is neither guy were good but when you look at it you know neither guy were good they both were horrible but when you get down to it will smith's contract was up after this year you wouldn't owe him any money the the rest of the year or the rest of the you know his contract was over where jake Rizzi, i don't know exactly how much he's getting gonna get paid next year but it is a player option and i i mean i guarantee you he'll accept it because it's a lot of money i know that or a good amount of money um so you know we shall see mm-hmm. anyways uh zoom is about to kick us off so uh in the meantime before uh you know we start again to talk about what the rest of the stuff that we're going to be talking about time to give a good little shout out to our sponsors at SeatGeek. Uh, I know it's not the season anymore, but there's still concerts. There's still Falcons games. No one wants to go to those, but there's Falcons games. Uh, <laughs> Hawks, Hawks just started up. Um, is it Atlanta United season? I don't know. There's concerts. There's all kinds of stuff. I don't know what going on this winter. Atlanta United seasons go on. I hey, maybe you go. Maybe you go into the World Cup. I don't know. World Cups this month too. I don't know if you know. Oh, you can Get tickets on seats for that. Yes, you can. It's anything. But anything. Yeah. World. World. You know, World Cups in in the United States this year. Go get. You know, twenty dollars off your. I don't know how much those tickets cost. I guarantee you, it's a lot. But hey, get get twenty dollars hey, off that. Yeah. You know, that, that saves you twenty bucks right there. And if you forget to use your promo code for the tickets, you can use it for your parking ticket so that's another good thing get twenty dollars off your first purchase of fifty dollars or more use promo code braves news on SeatGeek. all one word all overcase all uppercase i don't even know i think it's either way but um yeah use it on SeatGeek for twenty dollars off again promo code braves news and we'll catch you on the other side of this little break we're back Thank you, Seeky. Thank you, Seeky, for sponsoring this episode and every episode. Uh, please do go check them out. It's, I mean, it's, I think it's the best ticket app out there. I mean, maybe a little biased, but hey, actually, no, no, absolutely, actually, absolutely no bias because uh, I actually do. <laughs> uh, I I do use it, and you know, it's uh, super easy to use. I do too. I know we're probably not uploading this to YouTube, but it's right there, Seeky. Seekeek and Yikki Yikki under the under the auto trader app. If you ever need to get a car, it's right next to Ticketmaster. Don't you? But just delete. Oh, was it actually? You don't need that. Yeah, you don't need that anymore. Just delete Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah. Seekeek's the yeah, only Ticket thing Master, we'll ever use. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah, it's, it, he just deleted it. By the way, 
I, I yeah, I'm actually never using Ticketmaster again. <laughs> anyway. Um, so let's just give a quick rundown of this uh, shortstop situation. Um, there, there are a, or in case you didn't know, Dansby Swanson is going to be a free agent uh, in a couple of weeks. And so the Braves have a large hole to fill there at shortstop. And there are so many great shortstops out there. Of course, Dansby Swanson is probably option or pro- probably the plan A. And there are a lot of plan Bs and plan Cs out there. Carlos Correa is on the market. Trey Turner is on the market. Xander Bogarts, just to name a few. I feel like I just named the top four shortstops in baseball. I but... mean, it, the, the shortstop class this year is absolutely ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It's it's crazy. So, I mean, between those four guys alone, it's probably going to be close to, what, 800 mil, you'd have to guess? 700 mil? Like, combined – yeah, I could see, I could see it. I, I think. I Correa mean, I guess it really it really depends on what what kind of contract Trey Turner mm-hmm. gets. You have to think because he's probably mm-hmm. going to be you know the premium guy in when it comes to the contracts, mm-hmm. money and years and all that. So it's going to be a wild off season. I I am you know I'm interested to see what all the Braves do because you know we got a lot of money. That's for sure. Liberty Media. Yeah. Liberty Media. Hey, they, they, I, you know, I don't have a whole lot of bad stuff to say Liberty, about Liberty Media recently. I'll say that they've, you know, up the payroll a little bit, you know, get, you know, getting a little more aggressive. So mm-hmm. nothing bad to say about Liberty Media on this episode. Just this. Well, well, I mean, I never have anything bad to say about them. So best owners in baseball. Oh gosh. So, um I, I will say that um a lot of people are going to be really upset if the Braves do not bring back uh Dansby Swanson. Uh, and rightfully so. I mean, he's the c- current longest tenured Brave if you can even call him a Brave still, but um at this moment in time, I I guess I guess you. I guess he hasn't hit free agency officially yet, so I guess he's still officially with the Braves. But that's not going to be the case in a couple of weeks. So, you know, looking forward to the free agent free agent market, the Braves could literally go out there and get any shortstop that they wanted to to go out there and get. We can give Trey Turner a ten year, three hundred fifty million dollar contract. We're not going to, but we could. Yeah, we're not um, going to. The Braves wouldn't even give, you know, I don't think they'd give anybody, uh, you know, above like a five-year deal, right? Because that's just not mm-hmm. the way they operate. I, mean, I, I can't longest? imagine. I guess, well, I can't even remember. Uh, Matt Olson's, actually, no, I guess uh, Austin Rowley got Olson's, a 10-year deal. But... Yeah. Matt Olson's was 8, 168, and then... Austin's was 10 to 12. But but I guess so. I, I guess uh Matt Olson was a free agent signing. That that's the biggest free agent signing that the Braves have ever had. Um which, you know, honestly I I, uh, I don't want to do this whole comparison thing again because I feel like that's way overdone. But um what was Matt Olson's uh war this year? 
I'm I'm actually like legitimately. Uh, I'm, I'm a little curious. I want to say it was in the twos. Yikes! That's only like one better than Tony Kemp. Oh no, three four. Three point four. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, it's still only two better than Tony Kemp. So <laughs> we're just massive Tony Kemp fans on this episode. Um, but but yeah, I, I'm on the really, pod, Tony. Why not? Yeah, why not? Didn't he go to? Was Tony Kemp? Did he go to Vandy too? Uh, he went to Vandy. Yeah. Shout out Vandy. Just given, given Major League Baseball so much talent. It's crazy. Basically. Basically. But yeah, I, I know Matt Olson, the hometown kid, uh, you know, he's he really did pretty well this year. It's just that he finished so slowly, I feel like. I mean, in the regular season, I'm talking about. Um, you know, his yeah. batting average dipped to it finished to 240 on base percentage 325 which is pretty far below his career average um you know and in a ballpark that favors left-handed left-handed bats like Matt Olson i i just i i really don't know if this is it was the ah, it's if so hard to right say. Move. I mean, it really, I mean, it really it is one year. You know, but... you but you you do. I mean, we. I get what you're saying. You do bring up. I mean, it it, it needs to be talked about because, you know, he's always going to be compared to Freddie. We've said this a million times, or I've said this a million times at least. He's never going to escape it. But I mean, all I can do, you know, I I will say this. I think this might be the worst offensive season he has as a Brave. In at least, I mean, seven year con, seven years left on the contract. I think because he had what eight hundred OPS. Um, yeah, slightly OPS, over. thirty four bombs. So the bombs probably will be he probably won't hit more than thirty to forty homers. But I think, you know, go look at his numbers. I think he's going to be, you know, for, throughout his Braves career, eight sixty OPS, eight seventy OPS guy. I mean, you know, call me crazy. You guys can, you know, say what you want. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, I, I want to see the man succeed. I think everybody does, but I want to see him just, you know, be this, the the guy. I want to see him be the guy. And, you know, will he be the guy? Obviously, with Austin Riley getting the huge, huge contract, will Matt Olson still be the guy will run. I mean, you know, there's used a lot of guys you can label as the franchise guy for the Braves right now. Mm-hmm. Is it Ronald Acuna? Is it Austin Riley? Is it Matt Olson? You know, if Dansby resigns, is, is it him? You know, there, you know, what, what, who, who is the guy? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a legit question to, you know, be asked and mm-hmm. i don't know if i could really answer that because i don't even think i i have a firm answer that i could give you mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just curious as to you know is matt olson i, I know we, we're kind of stuck with him but like was he i mean he's obviously he was obviously not the best option out there but i'm trying to f- just find you know like 
just first baseman this year, you know, like where he ranked in relation to like all the other first basemen in Major League Baseball, and I can't really find what I'm looking for, which tends to be the issue sometimes with this kind of stuff. Never mind. Oh, never mind. It's, it's Hall of Fame stats. Oh, well. Um, You know, I just feel like he he did underperform quite a bit this year. Matt Olson did. You know, especially it was just a very disappointing year, I think, all things considered. Um, You know, he's a finalist for Gold Glove, but, you know, from pretty much being at every home game, I feel like he made an error, like, once every like couple games there at first base. Um, so just seeing him as a finalist for, for gold glove. I know a lot of the defensive metrics, you know, they really favor him a lot, but I mean, just from being at the stadium and watching it, uh, excuse me, uh, watching Matt Olson, you know, on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I, I just feel like, he wasn't that good. Yeah, if that makes sense. I, I don't just dis- I don't disagree. I think, yeah, the you know the stats can say what they say, but you know on on the it, field, it obviously wasn't it wasn't the prettiest. There's and no once again, we got off on a major tangent. Um, we were talking about you know giving you know a guy like Trey Turner a massive contract, and we got <laughs> sidetracked by the con- contract biggest contract talk. Um. But yeah, I I would say that you know just like Matt Olson, Dansby Swanson's a hometown talent. He uh, Marietta native, pretty sure he still lives there. Um, I mean, you can't go to a Braves game and not see so many young women wearing Dansby jerseys. Um, that's just the part of the tourist park experience. Um, because that, that's that's I mean, I'm not saying like there's no guys wearing Tansby Swanson jerseys because there are, but you know, that's like a big draw for you know, female brace fans, Tansby Swanson. Um, so you know, what are the, where are they gonna go if Tansby Swanson goes elsewhere? You know, I, I think that we'll, we're gonna figure that out, but um, but. You know, we there's. I feel like Trey Turner, without a, d- a doubt, is I think the best shortstop in baseball, and I, I honestly would love to see Trey Turner in a Braves uniform next year. I really would. I, I'm just, you know, he's so talented defensively. He can even play in the outfield if we need him to. He can play second base if we need him to. He can. He's a great shortstop. He's great defensively. Guy is one of the fastest guys in baseball. He's one of the smoothest guys in baseball. Um, have you seen those slides? Of course you have, because no, <laughs> who hasn't? Of course, yeah. Um, who hasn't? He's got some sneaky pop. He gets on base at, at an insane rate. Um, really, just all things considered, one of the most valuable guys in baseball. I mean, I think you're looking at it, that guy. Uh, you know, you're looking at a guy like that, and you automatically day one if you sign him, he's plugged in the two hole behind Ronald Acuna and in between Matt Olson and. I mean, on paper, that's probably, you know, top three, top of the lineup in baseball. Mm. Especially Arguably if the best, you know, especially if, if Acuna's on. Like, oh, yeah. He he's on. Yeah. When Ronald's on, if he's, you know, comes back, 
know, and 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 even Ozzy when Ozzy comes back, because Ronald, let's mm-hmm. be honest, Ronald Acuna is a different level oh, of player better. when Ozzy Albies is on the field. I mean, I don't know if there's even stats for that of you know when a guy's on the field and off the field. I mean, but there, there's, there's got to be someone out there to keep track of this. There's someone out there just looking or when. And if you're listening, um, send this info to us. Email yeah, us. Send us a send us a DM Please. or an email or something showing the stats. Of when Ronald or when Ozzy's on the field, that'll be fantastic. Ronald and when he's not, because it's it, it takes him to a different level, and it you know I think that's gonna be I mean not only for the lineup itself for the Braves, but for Ronald Acuna himself when he's you know I don't know he just lost his pop this season. I mean he still had a good I mean I guess year he had in a below average year for himself but coming off and you know a bad bad injury like that you know it's gonna take a while you know you knew he wasn't gonna be you know lighting the world on fire every single every single day it, it was but I think this you know off season is gonna be really good for him to get back to what we know Ronald Acuna can be at the top of that lineup so mm. And, you know, he's got a whole offseason to kind of, you know, focus on things a little bit more, you know, he's and get healthy. Because I think we can all agree, Acuna, even after coming back from his injury, and, you know, he's he was never 100%. Hmm. Never. You saw him, you know, in years past, you've seen him, you know, going 120%. His effort was through the roof. Um, He really it was – not giving that kind of effort this year at all. Uh, I would say it was probably giving like 70, 75% effort this whole year, maybe a little bit more defensively, but you know, you see him like running out these ground balls and beating out, you know, routine ground outs. You know, we've seen that in, in the last few years. He didn't do that at all this year. Um, and maybe when he first came back, but then like, he, he probably like tweaked something or at some point in time. And, you know, obviously the training staff was just like, relax. Yeah. Um, Let's like calm down. It's. And I mean, he did, but at the same time, you know, as a fan, you notice these things and you're just like, he's not, I don't want to say he's not ready to be back, but he's just like not ready to, you know, be a guy that, you know, performs at that kind of level that we know he's capable of. Yeah. So, you know, that's, it'll be interesting to see how he, you know, performs in 2023, but that's, you know, to be determined in several months. So, so between now and, opening day you know we're not going to know much we'll see how it goes yep also uh i haven't really heard much recently about you know how ozzy's doing i think he was supposed to be back at around this time if the braves had made a deep playoff push i haven't heard exactly how i mean i guess it doesn't matter anymore because we don't have any more games but you know, I haven't heard anything about him or Soroka really. So, no new yeah. updates on I've that seen, front. I mean, I've seen, I've seen Mike. You know, just he's 
been in Canada. I, I don't I don't know. Well, that's where about... that's where that, that's where he's from. So he's home. That's where he's from. I, I know. Obviously, <laughs> he's, he's been you know hanging out, living life. So I I really that's the guy I want to see. I mean, we can say about all these other guys. I want to see him back on the mm-hmm. field so mm-hmm. badly. Oh because, my goodness. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I know a lot of Braves fans realize, but I don't think people truly understand how good he was before he got injured. Um, I mean, he, he like, it's crazy to think about that before he tore his Achilles the first time, um, he, he was without a doubt the Braves ace for the previous like year and a half. Oh, yeah, he, he was, far. he was our best starting pitcher. It wasn't Max Fried. It was not Ian Anderson. What happened to him? Um, it, it, that guy. <laughs> he was better than Julio Tehran, you know, when he was still a brave, he was, I mean, better than Fulty when he was an all-star, you know. Let's let's put this into perspective. In 2018, Mike Soroko, that, that was his rookie year, correct? Yeah, that was his rookie year, yeah. He was essentially our ace by our by by the end of the years already. Max Fried wasn't even in the rotation in 2018. Just mm-hmm. think about he, that. He when he came up, he was a reliever. Like, hey, same thing with Spencer Strider. Okay, yeah. uh, can we also talk about this rookie of the year race because we haven't really oh touched on this goodness. at all. We haven't touched on this at all. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, so today Spencer Strider was named the Sporting News Rookie of the Year, but who cares? It's Sporting News. It's not the real deal. I don't really know why this people make this a big deal, but it. Yeah, congratulations. People were like Spencer. posting on Twitter, like it was like like congratulations, yada. I'm like, guys, this like, isn't the it's real. It's not the real rookie. <laughs> nobody, of the year. Like, nobody cares about <laughs> sports. Whatever. I don't even. I've never even heard of them until today. Until people were posting about it. You haven't, you haven't heard of Sporting News? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm just not in the loop. But <laughs> I mean, I feel I felt, felt like everybody knew Sporting News, but who cares about their rewards? You know. And a lot of people in the comments section of like these posts were talking about, oh, what about Harris? Harris deserves it. I mean, you can make an argument, a legitimately good argument for either way. Either way, like Michael Harris was what one home run shy of a 2020 season? Um, I I don't know. I I can't remember his final stats, but um, Spencer Strider just came out of nowhere. I think that um, he was probably the biggest surprise of the year. I think. Yeah. Would, I mean, would you say I, it was him? Because I would say it was him because we knew how good defensively he was, but I don't think anybody expected the numbers he put up offensively. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we can say, like, you know, Strider, he was lights out. But I don't think, like you can you can say what you want. I think Michael Harris was the X factor to this Braves team winning the division. Like he, if I'm looking at it on paper, he's the reason. Like if Michael Harris doesn't get called up, I don't think we win the division. That's that's what how I look at mm. it personally. Like he was the X factor. He he was the guy in the bottom of that order that fed the top most consistently. And not only that, and he played a Still, and that's another thing we need to talk about how he didn't get in a gold glove finalist 
But yet, we're watching Juan Soto run around like a circus clown in right field, and he was a finalist. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's, it's I mean two different they're, positions, but they're not the same position. But that's still the 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 fact still stands that yeah, Victor Robles nor Alec Thomas had better stats. Um, you know, statistically, you know, based on outs above average or whatever all the other I I, I couldn't even there's tell too you many you too many too many defensive metrics to even read off to you but better than both of those guys obviously the reality is Trent Grisham's gonna win the reward win the award either way but Michael Harris should have been a finalist so mm, I, not I only think, should he have been a you know, glove you, finalist I mean, but he should be he should have won it <laughs> Yeah, you can argue that. I mean, you could definitely argue that. But, uh, you know, Harris, you know, he had all five tools going this year. It was absolutely incredible. But honestly, I would say that if I was voting, um, and I, I, you really could go either way. So if, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you disagree with me and you are just like, you know, I, I would completely understand like, cause you can make so many great arguments either way, but if I was, if it, you know, was my vote and I know I, based on what you, you're saying, you would go Harris, right? I would pick Harris personally. And I would pick Strider, but I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I, just the thing is, I, I just, just look at his stats this year. just unbelievable. And you know, if you're, I mean, I know Harris was, just as unbelievable but like i mean i think we should just i I, i've said this before they just need to cut the trophy in half and give one guy one half and the other guy the other half just uh, i don't know because like i mean how do you pick one how do how do you mm, pick one i mean he struck out he 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 spent like what a quarter of the season as a reliever and yet still struck out over 200 guys he kept his walks to a minimum. He struck out over 200 guys and gave up only 86 hits. Like, what was that thing? Like, he's a he and like Randy Johnson are the only two guys in major league history to do like get strike out 200 guys and under 100 hits. And he wasn't even close to 100 hits given up. I mean, he, yeah, he, I mean, that's that's I, I don't think that was I don't think that was the exact stat, but um, I, I. I, I'm actually going to pull that up real quick, but um, and I can let, let's see. Um, I got to find it though. Um, here we are. Okay, so oh yeah, also. He broke the Braves' singles game strikeout record with what was it, sixteen strikeouts? Yes, sixteen. So he, oh yeah, he was the he was the fastest guy in Major League Baseball history to strike out two hundred guys in a season. Um, two thirds of an inning quicker than Randy Johnson did in two thousand and one. Um, he's the he was the first Braves pitcher in 132 years to strike out 200 guys in his rookie season. Um, and then 
let's see what was the other stat about like less than 100 hits um gotta find it um but yeah go ahead and make your harris argument I mean, I think I've already, you know, he's, he's, I, I really do think he's the X factor. Like, I mean, you could say read off all these stats and whatever, but if Michael Harris doesn't come up, the Braves don't win a hundred games. That's, that's how I see it. They probably I, still would have won. I think, I think either way, you know, I, 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 think, like, I don't think we've gotten there without Strider it's not, either. it's not that I'm like a, it's not like that I'm a Strider, like, you know, I don't think he should win yada, yada. Like you could like legitimately, I, I could I, I could argue with myself in the mirror about Strider's better. Oh no, Michael Harris is better. Yada, all this like I, you you could, you could mm-hmm. like it's 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 a legit thing. So okay, oh yeah. So so actually, no pitcher in major league history has ever struck out two hundred guys in a season with under hundred hits allowed. He's he's the first pitcher ever to do that, and he was the fastest guy in major league history to strike out two hundred guys. So he just he broke two major league records this year. How can you not give him rookie of the year? Like just those two stats alone. Um, he only gave up eighty six hits all year, and the fact that he broke both of these records, neither of those had to do with the fact that he was a rookie. He did this as a rookie. It's just un- it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, like look, we 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 I, I could love, we could probably I have a whole Michael segment. Harris, but... we could have a whole episode just could be reading episode. off stats that are absolutely outrageous from Michael Harris and Spencer Strider. Like yeah. you could just have an hour long debate of Harris versus Strider. And, and also, this is another stat about Strider. He struck out close to fourteen guys per nine innings this year. <laughs> I mean, he's he was untouchable. Uh, uh, I mean that that I mean just those reasons alone. Strider's my guy, and also I I gotta get rid of the beard and just get a, just a Strider stash, like just cover up that. Oh, like do come it. Come on now. I should I should next just episode. Do that. Uh, next episode, I'm expecting a Strider stash. I uh, I guess I'm gonna do it now. Whenever we record next. It'll be, it'll be it'll be sooner rather than later because we'll be on. No, you you just need a you need to grow it out, and then you need a screenshot and take a picture of me, and I'm gonna post it right on the Instagram. David Waters versus Spencer Strider. Who's who wore it better? (laughs) It ain't gonna be me. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you won't see me doing that anytime soon. There is, there's nothing going on up here. Nothing. Talking facial hair coming soon. <laughs> anyway, we're just gonna start a whole. We're just gonna start a brand of talking everything, <laughs> just everything. Just start a whole. Oh, is, yeah, of- yeah. So we're just gonna start a whole new podcast, um, t- called Talking Everything, and we'll talk about basically everything except for baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a great idea. Hey, you want the, you know, just talking about anything. Powerhouse of the cell, the mitochondria. I don't know. You know, who knows? <laughs> That's the one thing I learned in, in school, guys. 
mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. That's about it. <laughs> we're, we're a very educational podcast over here. Yeah, talking education. <laughs> All right, Anyways. we are fading fast. We are we are starting to just go <laughs> a rabbit hole again. Hey, baby, uh, <laughs> we're just entertaining ourselves now. Hopefully, it's a little bit entertaining for you guys. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, um, that might be, I don't know if I can add two survey questions down below, but along with our world series thing, I might add, um, the rookie of the year thing down there. Uh, if I can add two questions, I don't know if I can, but that, that's only on Spotify. So if you're listening to this on Apple music or Apple podcasts, or there's a lot of, um, uh, whatchamacallit podcast platforms where you can listen on um it's spotify only where you can uh take these surveys so uh yeah if you have a spotify app or a spotify app on your computer whatever um go ahead and vote for whichever thing we have down there we might have multiple yeah. things if i'm able to do that which i haven't tried it before so it'll, if there's just one question um answer that one and we'll uh reveal the results in the next episode which is probably probably going to be right after the world series if i had to guess so but yeah we covered basically everything this episode so i think we'll um definitely next episode we'll um get into depth about you know just how crazy this free agent market is we've already talked about the the shortstop market, but um, there's a whole. We haven't even we have, talked about the pitcher yep. market. <laughs> the pitcher market, they got Degrom, Kershaw. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Degrom, Kershaw, Edwin Diaz. You just could, basically the whole Mets team has a free agents this year. So I mean, Brandon Nimmo. Yeah, you might as well just throw everybody in there. <laughs> Pete Every Mets player is available. <laughs> Francisco Lindor, mm. future brave. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we'll also give some hot takes probably next episode. Um, maybe like, let's let's just let me just go ahead and throw out an idea for the next episode. How about we each name five guys that the Braves need to sign? That's fair. that sounds like yeah, an intriguing yeah. title to me. That sounds that sounds like something I could get behind. Let's hey, that's something to look forward to in the next episode. So, um. That's about it, unless you got something else. No, I think that about wraps it up. Hey, you know, you you should we should be celebrating that you, we've had two episodes in one month, guys. I think we should mm-hmm. we should be celebrating. And this is also the final episode, um, that we are going to be the reigning World Series champions. It so. is, um. If you so desire, you can pause this episode and have a quick moment of silence, but um, we won't judge. Um, but yeah, I think um, it, it's been a great run, you know, just last two years. I mean, the first year of this podcast, we went on to win a whole World Series title. This, I mean, that's just crazy to think about. But uh, this is the first time in Talking Braves history that the Braves have actually been eliminated from the playoffs. So first time it was first time for everything. So yeah. Um, be sure to check out uh, our social media accounts. We got 
Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, Luke, we need a stream on Twitch again. Um, we need it. We do. We, we so check us out on Twitch. Um, I haven't done this in a while. Uh, email us. Give us a good review um, if you like us enough. Um, give us some feedback uh, uh, via email if you have some constructive criticism. We'd love to hear it. And um, yeah, that's about everything. So um, until next time. Am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting something. But anyways, until next time, I am David Waters. And I'm Luke Harden. Thank you all so much for listening. And we'll catch you all in episode 15 of season two of Talking Braves. See you all next time. Peace, guys.